Hey, what's going on? And welcome to the latest episode of the Youth Podcast, the official youth podcast of River Valley Youth. We're here uh, just doing doing youthy things. Uh, and we've got a couple of people here today. Obviously, Pastor Anthony what's Cox up, what's up? is here. But today is a good day because we have a guest speaker. You're not ready. Not speaker. Guest. I mean, he's, he's family. He's family That's too. True. He's family to so many of our podcast listeners. And he... Uh, Hails from, well, his campus. Yeah. The campus that he hails from is the one and only. Shout out to Minatrista Campus. Come on, what's going on, guys? How we doing? Pastor Drew Sneed. Uh, Hey, doesn't he have a good podcast voice? He's got a great podcast. I try. I really try. Dude, we're not even flattering you, man. Like, that is next level. Yeah. I want everyone to listen right now. Take (laughs) a moment. This is your morning. Yeah. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, keep going. Are, yeah, for yeah. real. I need more. I need All these more. students are – because, listen, they all subscribe, so they're listening to it right now at 6 a.m. Somebody so. just experienced <laughs> peace for the yeah. day. It was like, there mm-hmm. it is. Or yeah. for the very first time, yeah. you know? That's it, guys, for Episode 8. All right, Thanks so for tuning in. No, thank you. <laughs> So we're pumped to have uh, Pastor Andrew, Drew, Andrew, all the things, all the things. Not Andy though. Yeah. What did your? What did you, I'm curious. What did your family call you? My well, my grandmother calls me Andy. Mm. Andy. Is she the only one with that? She's permission? the only one that has that. Yeah. Absolutely, dude. Mm-hmm. If you make sun sweetened tea, then you can call me anything you want. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know. All right. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Absolutely. All right. Um, so anyways, uh, (laughs) but anyways, yeah. So, uh, today, today was, today's gonna be a good day. We're going to talk about things that I feel like everyone wants to know about and some people vocalize that they want to know about it. Yeah. I mean, this has been, it's been cool the last few weeks, actually, uh, uh, probably close to a month now. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, the last, the last several episodes, we have been speaking specifically to, Thoughts and questions that have been submitted by people listening to this podcast, and um, like Pastor Matt said, we're excited today. One of the one of the recurring questions that comes up is asking about the end times yes. and the Book end of Revelation. Yep. Come on, everything that goes with that, right? And uh, so we're gonna we're gonna dive into it today. Yeah, I think Which I think it's fun. I think it's cool because um, this is something that has come up. You guys, you both know this. Um, the, everything that the world has gone through in the last year, more people, it feels like, are talking about this. And it's because I feel like any time people go through, the world goes through something chaotic yep. and crazy, unprecedented, there's this question of, is this the end of the world? Right. And that's really what people, that's what people want to know. When we look at the book of Revelation and we, in the church, you'll hear about the end times. Yep. People want to know, what exactly does this look like? And before we jump in, um, it's funny, we were joking just a minute ago, like some people's, like a lot of people that live in this world, their perspective of the end times yeah. is like this apocalyptic yes. end of the world. Like, better believe it. Basically, <laughs> yeah. and, I, and you know, Zombieland who, yeah, is you know, alive and well. Shout out. Say, you know, <laughs> who's to blame for it is the media, uh, movies and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. Because when you think of the word apocalypse, like you just think of, like you said, a zombie land and you think of, you know, uh, just yeah. alien, you have Independence Day, you have like all... Well, hang on, hang on, pause a second, because let's just share. Let's yeah. just share our favorite, um, let's share our favorite either apocalyptic or alien movie. Oh, okay. You want me to go first? Yeah, of course. Let's all go. Right. Yeah. 
I gotta go with um, the movie Signs. Oh, and man, such a good movie, dude. This is a great movie, and it's a great movie because it reminds all human beings that if you are actually good at swinging a baseball bat, yeah, you can defeat an alien invasion. <laughs> right, and not even hitting. The <laughs> That's ball. all you need. Yeah, yeah. not even. Was not it even, what? Not, what was it like? He hit water or something, and the water. Mm-hmm, I think it was something yes. like that. And the water mm-hmm. is what harms yeah, the alien. It's just like, like every that. M. M. Night Shyamalan movie, it's like you get to the end and you're just like a little disappointed inside because yeah, yeah. you're like, oh, that was it? What was the movie with Mark Wahlberg where there's like a giant mist that they oh, were it, battling? The Happening? Is that what it's called? I think. Ooh, was it The Happening? I don't know. <sighs> we're going to look. Phone, yeah, for real. This is 2021, you guys. We have Google. We yep. have phones. We're going to look. We need it. Let's be definitely accurate on this. A lot of pressure. A lot of pressure. Also, yep, The Happening. Is that the what it happening. was? Yeah. Good oh. job. Was that like Dash the one where communicate? they were trying to figure out the language that, um, no, maybe it's a different no, one. No, that's a different the one. The language was Independence Day. <laughs> and they were trying to figure out the language. Dude. Also, Classic. how good so was good. the original Independence Day and how bad was the remake of Independence Day. <laughs> oh, was, man. I don't know. It yeah, was just like... Sometimes... There's sometimes you just should just stop. Sometimes, it, yeah, it. sometimes it moves backwards. And we've yes. talked about that with other movies. I mean, I will fight people about who, like, about Will Smith being one of the best actors. Oh, yeah. But then that movie came out, and he w- <laughs> it just went down. You know what I mean? Like, at this point, I'm like, it's no, Denzel Washington. No, see, it's oh, Denzel. yeah, Denzel's, <laughs> Denzel's clutch. He went down at Wild Wild West. Wild Wild yeah. West. Wild Wild West. Would you consider where... that apocalyptic? I would say, I to my eyes, know. it was because to your it was eyes, just it was. So bad. What about Men in Black? Is that yeah. apocalyptic? Oh. <laughs> well, you, I don't well know. you said Alien. That's it's part true. Of the I did. I did. Even I did. if it was, I wouldn't remember it. Oh, okay. There it is. Yeah. Subtle yeah. reference. Yeah, Look at you. you. <laughs> Look at you. Man, honestly, like Zombieland for me, because I like practical steps, and it's all about yeah, yeah. like how you're going to survive. Give me five practical steps on survival. Yep. Yep. Was it more than that? I don't know. Doesn't matter. There are rules. It's something like yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and that and that whole genre should not be discounted. Like I think mm-hmm. about World War Z. Yep. Phenomenal. Yep. Oh, yes. I had to watch that movie during the daytime. Because you were freaking it, out. Yeah, it freaked me out. Dude, <laughs> I, I don't know. It's like the zombie stuff, you know, took over culture a couple of years back. Yeah. And it's still, you watch that stuff. It's amazing. I also feel mm-hmm. like if I watch a zombie movie, it just, it gets too real for me too fast. So I usually steer away from it. Right. Of those type of genre movies. Oh, like, you ever watch The Walking Dead? Nope. Stay away from oh, that too. Oh, dude, you had to bring, yeah, you had to bring that up. Because mm-hmm. that was a hit. It was a hit. It was a big hit. That yeah. was a lot of people's childhood, you know? Yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> no, is, I, it, is it like freaky to say, that was so, that was my childhood. That was my childhood. Walking like, wow, dead. You're you like, know, Imagine if that was actually your childhood, though. That would be just awful. If that was your childhood, was we want to know. Yeah. Yeah. We want to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Comment. For real. Yeah. Comment yeah. below. Email, we might have to get you signed up for counseling, too, mm-hmm. if that was your childhood. We will bring you on this podcast. We do a freedom class Away. every <laughs> semester. We actually <laughs> should. If that, if that was your your childhood, you're coming on the podcast. Yeah, absolutely. And tell us, how did you survive? <laughs> yeah, for real. Uh, mine, because it has aliens in it, is Star Wars. God, this. Okay. It counts. Oh, no. There's aliens. Aliens. You had to know that Pastor Matt was going to find some way to talk about Star well, Wars. Okay, but think Every about time. this. Every time. Think about this. Uh, Man. Y- you travel to different worlds who are sp- there are different species, and yet somehow they all know how to talk to each other. That's true. You know, so I'm I'm going. By yeah, they don't it. they don't ever speak to that, no. right? In the well, SNL did one time. Uh, they, they made had fun of Charles Bark or yeah, Charles Barkley was the guest, and he can't just, lose with him. Yeah, can't he lose. was just like, 
I only know how to speak human. He goes, how do you know how to talk yeah. to this droid? And now you're talking to this alien. And now you're talking to this other alien. That's right. They looked, they looked at him shamelessly like, you only know how to speak human. Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> really, here's the deal. Lesson to the story. Always trust SNL. Always. Uh, For real. Yeah, right. Maybe For all your questions, <laughs> maybe early they have all 2000s, the answers. Early 2000 SNL. Yo, Pastor Andrew's out here. Saying trust SNL and <laughs> your childhood was Walking Dead, <laughs> and people are like, "Man, this guy is for legend real. for real." Keep, never mind. I was gonna say something. I'm I feel like we could now. talk about. Um, we truly could talk about these movies all day. Um, the funny thing is, like, the reason we were talking about it is uh, all three of us were joking earlier. Um, as we spend as we spend a few moments talking about like, what does the end of the world actually look like? Mm-hmm. All this stuff. There are people. Uh, you know, we said this, there are people on this earth that maybe, maybe haven't even read what God's word says about it, but have this assumption that, well, the church basically says that this point will come where it's going to look like one of these movies. Right. And that's not necessarily even close to what the Bible says. Well, and even, and even too, like there's a, a popular book series when we were little that came out called Left Behind series. Oh, right. Um, And, you know, great fictional book <laughs> keyword fictional book uh but a lot of people put their money in that pot of like this is yes. exactly how it's going to go and mm-hmm. i honestly think that that's been one of the not one of the issue, biggest issues but it's a big issue when you begin to believe fictional books over scripture yeah and yeah it, you know what i mean and i think there probably was a large you know i don't know the authors personally obviously but there's probably been a large influence of their, you know, their view of scripture, what they had out of it, because I'm sure they used it as resources. But oh, sure. But how do you predict something like what is to come that hasn't happened yet? And yeah. then you based on, well, the, you know, and they became massive yeah, yeah. bestseller because people people love the things they don't know about. Yeah. You know, and there's elements, like you said, elements of truth for sure, um, but. What we've always, you know, we come back to this every episode, talking just talking about the value of knowing God's mm-hmm. word. Yes. Yeah. And so that's um, obviously primarily one of the goals of what we talk about is saying, hey, we don't, you have three pastors on this episode today. We're, we're never in the business of just giving our opinions, but right. saying let's dive deeper into what God says. And so with that being said, um, let's dive into w- the book of Revelation, this idea of end times. Um Pastor Andrew, you probably hear people say this all the time, ask this question like, is this the end of the world? We're seeing what's going on. It feels like it lines up with, you know, some of what we see in Scripture. Mm -hmm. Is the Lord returning? Is this the end of the world? I mean, what do you say to somebody when they ask that question? Yeah, I I think the first thing to remember is, is what Jesus said. It says, no one knows yeah, the hour or exactly. the time. Huge. Right and off the bat. Just, just to remember that our number one source, right, is the Son of God. Yep. Mm. And obviously, Scripture is written um, for us to read and find His answers, but it also says that Jesus fulfilled the Scriptures. That's great. So if there's a word that He brings, I think that there's a value to that um, That is um, that should, uh, in many ways, give us a proper lens yeah. to look at or even to filter um, what we hear from other people, whether yeah. they're leaders, 
um, just in regular conversation or the like. And so first and foremost, like there's, there's no one knows. And you can see that. I mean, think about like, I remember when I was a kid, like Y2K, everyone thought that was going to be the end of the world. Then you had 2012. There's so many different things that have come and gone. Was that the Mayan calendar? The Mayan calendar. Absolutely. And, (laughs) and then when we look at scripture, we begin to read revelation and there's so much in there that doesn't make sense to our like our our natural world focus right mm-hmm. or reality right. that we That's live right. in today i mean when it talks about like these judgments or like these different plagues that hit the earth and these different like horsemen and the list just goes on and on and as you read the revelation it can be really daunting at yeah. times be like yeah, so yeah. what am i really taking from this and so just to remember that jesus's words are the most important that's and then good. allow that to give you balance, I think is really the, like, think where everything so starts. Good. Well, and I think even too, so as you look at um, what you just said about Jesus's words, I think that's what's the most critical thing. Because I, one of the things that is a, in, is a fun balance to walk is, you know, the New Testament, as valuable as it is, and it's a part of God's word, you know, those are still flawed individuals. You know, you have Paul and you have Timothy, you have all these different people. And, and there's something to when he, when Paul or whoever is writing to these churches, like they're going off the base of what they're getting and feeling, you know. Uh, and so when you look at because I hear a lot about stuff with, you know, raptures and all those things. And there's there's a few, you know, and I think this is what's good about you need to dive into Scripture to get a greater understanding of Scripture is these are letters that Paul's writing to specific churches at a specific era in time that we get that opportunity to read through. Mm-hmm. And so when I when I get, and so it's like having that contrast of like Christ mm-hmm. said, no one but the Father knows these things. And so all these letters are encouragements to really it's continuing to spur on being Christ-like. Yeah, Like absolutely. leaning on. And so that that's something too as, as we're growing into this stuff is like, you know, it's almost like you can take God's word, Jesus, to the bank. He's the only perfect person that's lived on this earth uh, that has lived the life that we should live. Everyone else, whether being inspired by the Holy Spirit or in the Old Testament, right, these were all inspired people by God. Um, You know, there's only been one Savior who's lived the life that we should have lived, didn't, and now did. And so it's like even, and I guess even to expound on that thought of like how do we take you know, a human who's inspired by the Holy Spirit in his letters to the churches as like that type of scripture, you know, because mm-hmm. there's got to be a time where that re- revelation comes to us where we're saying, man, it would be like, you know, in 2021, what if Paul wrote an email to the church? Yeah. And that's what that's what these letters are. And I know that there's greater depth to to it. But then it's like as you read through these things, it's like going back to what you said, Andrew, of like, that's why Jesus' words are so, Jesus' words are so critical. Yeah, that's great, uh, Matt. I think that, first of all, I think it's cool that you're bringing up Paul. So for those who are like hearing this right now, he's talking about other letters in the New Testament, not just Revelation. Yeah. Because there are spaces. Yeah, sorry, for clarification, Revelation, not the book. Revelation is like a greater understanding. Yes. Uh, Like, yeah, using the word not in a book of the Bible, but in like a mentality. Yeah, and I think that's that's I think that's great for us to remember too, just because 
when we look at a single book on its own, we look yeah. at just the book of Revelation by itself, yeah. um, we're only getting a fragmented piece of mm-hmm. the picture right. um, because the entire word of God, the, all those books together create, um, I would say, um, a synchronicity yeah. of understanding and gospel yeah, yeah, yeah. and the unity of the message that comes from God. And yeah. so, as Matt, as you're talking about that thing about Paul and his challenge to the people, mm-hmm. that leads into the time when John, yep. um, who is the author of Revelation, yep. right. has this vision, um, gets to, like basically a vision of heaven, yep. um, and it sees these different things and writes it to the different churches. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's good to realize that the perspective of those churches or the followers of Jesus at that time were most recently being challenged by Paul. And so to your point, I think there is something that we have to um, balance between like, okay, I'm going to read Revelation, but I need to understand that the principles in the other Mm -hmm. ones, like understand that there's discerning power in the Holy Spirit. That Jesus brings me peace. Right. That G, like the presence of God, is what brings me. Yep. Um, doesn't like doesn't create worry or an anxiety. Yep. But he brings me a sound mind. He brings right. me comfort. Yep. Um, so when I read the things in Revelation, I'm at a, I'm at a much more solid footing yes. to be able to walk through. Um, the different segments mm-hmm. that we find in Revelation. Yeah. That's great. Because I remember, I mean, remind, we all grew up in the church, and I remember when the, all that stuff got brought up. It's like that night after we're all laying in our beds trying to, like, you know, we've repented like 18 yeah, yeah. times because we <laughs> wanted to make sure that our parents' clothes weren't folded up. Uh, by, by the way, our, stop, stop for a sec because <laughs> explain that. There, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the, the clothing yeah, being again, folded. Again, just explain is, it quick because yeah, there are okay. some people. So, again, this is Left Behind Theology. Um, and then I want to share. Left Behind Theology is the book, the book series. The book series Left Behind. That you, yeah, we've yeah. read or there's a movie series that's yeah. out yeah. there. And you can, yeah. you can look them up and find for out sure. really quickly what it's saying. But explain it. So basically what, what this book is saying is that when the trumpet sounds and uh, Christ followers are going to be uh, raptured, is that the clothes, because we don't need clothes and in you, heaven. Yeah, you return to the Lord with only the, Lord the way you came to The way earth. that we, crea- we were created. So you know what that is, everybody? <laughs> Birthday suit. <laughs> Birthday suit. <laughs> and, uh, but, but what I didn't know is that our clothes were going to be neatly pressed yeah, and folded. Because <laughs> in the movie depiction, it's, it's like the pants are pleated perfectly. The, yeah. Who the, pleats pants anymore? You know, <laughs> yeah, I know. But like the like the shirts folded. Like it probably was how you folded shirts at Abercrombie. Although, on, hey, although uh, shout out to all of our out. students that wear Dickies pants because oh, they yeah. do pleat them. Yeah, that was my point. I'm just saying. Well done, yeah, everybody. Dude, you know, um, Dickies shorts though were my high school shorts because they looked. I was a part of a private school that had uniforms. But oh yeah, so they fit. It, it was prior to short shorts being the cool shorts. So, so you were kind of the odd man out. Oh yeah, and plus wow. I I lived the vans, you know, punk rock lifestyle. Yeah. When you went to summer camp, did they tell you to put on longer shorts? <laughs> no, or were those okay. I I well, so I wore, yeah. I loved long shorts. Uh, it was one of those we were like, hey, if these they, were two they weren't to your longer, fingertips. Yeah, they were. You were out. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it went, dude. Yeah. That's but it. it. But it was That's one it. of those where like if those shorts were any longer, they just basically are short pants. For uh, real, you know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. but Dickies were great because that was the time. But Dickie shorts, um, Pastor Matt's, you know, now caught you up to this 
the clothing yeah. being folded, left behind theology. What's funny is um, everybody that's listening to this, you love summer camp, which yep. shout out to summer camp. Yeah. Summer camp, come on. If, if you haven't, yeah, if you haven't registered, you have to. And if you're an um, adult listening, don't sign up. Then you can't. You can't. Sign we'll up. kick you out. We'll yep. send you home if you're an adult. Unless if you're one of um, our youth leaders, then you should be a youth leader <laughs> okay. at the camp. We could go on. Um, or a nurse. But I remember when I was a student at summer camp, uh, they would have everybody clean their cabins. And our cabin, you know where this is going. Our cabin would always, um, and then if you decorated your room, if there was like a theme, yeah. you could get extra points. And whoever had the cleanest cabin slash best theme would get a free piece of pizza from the snack shop that oh, night. Come on. And I'm telling you, every single year, what we would do is we would fold up clothes and make it look like the rapture happened in a clean room. Tell me you won every time. We won every time. Yes. That's what I'm saying. These people loved it because they were all in with this idea of like, yeah. this is this is so cool. I was oversaved. Yeah. I'll just say that. But it was funny because I kept thinking about that oh, when you were when so, you were sharing yeah. it. Uh, but one thing I wanted to, uh, to add to what Andrew's saying. Yeah, let's get back to the Bible. We'll get back to the Bible. But what you were talking about, um, you know, in order to understand this book, you had to understand this and you understand yeah, this yeah. and this. Have you guys seen the picture of the hyperlink rainbow of the Bible where all the Bible, like, okay, so again, if you're listening to this, so this is terrible, but you need to Google yeah, hy- you can look uh, hyperlinking the Bible. And right here, this is a picture of the bottom is all yeah, like the scripture. And this is all Crazy. the connectivity of stuff. And it's unbelievable because uh, it proves that, you know, and this is another, we're not talking about it uh, this session, but we'll we'll sprinkle it. But how you're like, oh, I don't need the Old Testament right. to read the Bible because we're in the New Covenant. It's like, no, 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 no. This yeah, thing, it's still needed. Yeah, you still need it. Um, yeah. I, I'll go ahead. No, I was just going to say, I think it's so cool. Um yeah, context is everything, and, mm-hmm. and Pastor Andrew said moments ago just this idea of, like, we can know, and really you heard this from both of both of these guys saying we can know what the word's saying and still be missing out on some of what's happening. Yeah. Um, I was listening to a, another podcast recently um, where some guys break down Scripture, um, dive into some theology similar to what we're trying to do here, and, mm-hmm. and they were saying, they were using this illustration of, like, um, e- even us in 2021 – knowing God's word as well as we do, it would be like if we gave an iPhone user manual to somebody from the 1800s and they read it all and they said, I now know how an iPhone works, but they would have no context of what it looked like or how it functioned. Yeah. It's not saying like we, we don't know how the word of God functions, but it's this idea of like, we are, we are removed from, from when things actually happen. And it's important to note for people that are always asking about specifically the book of Revelation. Mm-hmm. Um, Pastor Andrew said John is authoring this book, and he he's writing encouragement to, and I don't know, I, I firmly believe like he knew that this book was both like historical and contextual and also prophetic, but he's writing encouragement to the church that existed, saying yeah. that's being persecuted and killed by the Romans. I mean, this is the era where Christians are being slaughtered in the Colosseum, all these types of things, and he's saying... Yeah. He's saying it gets worse, but it gets better. Right. Yeah. And that idea it, it also permeates the future, like saying, hey, it get, it's going to get worse, yeah. but it gets better. And his whole idea is be faithful yes. to Jesus. Yes. Mm-hmm. And so it's, so it's so cool that you guys are saying, like, 
hey, it's easy to look at how is this all going to play out, right? People get caught up right. in that concept. We see COVID happen. There's chaos in the streets. There's this and that. What happens next? And and what's the next steps to the end of the world? As believers, it's not our job to figure out that sequence. Um, yeah. It's more so let's focus on, and we started, we started saying this at the very beginning, let's focus on how can we be more like Christ and live with an endurance that only he can give. Yes. You know, I want to um, bring up just a just a thought for you guys as well here. Yeah. I, we, so far, like, if you're um, listening and maybe you don't have, maybe you haven't grown up in church, mm-hmm. there's a lot of words we've utilized. We've talked about rapture. Yep. Use that term. Um, I want to um, maybe, like, see if we can't define that. Sure. But the other thing is what about those who have, we've talked about this in Scripture, rapture simply just, like, means, like, being picked, taken up in the air, yep. where God calls them. Yeah. And we all go up to heaven, right? Yeah. But, and that's the most simple form of it. The reason I answer that now is I want to get to something a little bit deeper. There's a lot of thought towards those who have already passed away. If that's if rapture takes place, like we're saying, people who are living and on earth today right. are we picked and they taken yeah, up in good. the air. What about everyone that's gone before that have passed away? Where's their soul right now? Dude. I okay. That's great. That's a great question. Um, and here's the great asterisk: uh, is that this is one of those. I think this is one of those fun things to talk about, but we won't really know until it happens. Mm-hmm. Type thing. My my thought based on research and you know my kind of theological dives that I'll do is there's going to be a creation. There's going to be a new heaven and new earth. Like if you look at the end of Revelation, that's kind of the conclusion: is we're all together. And so if there is a new heaven and new earth, I think there's a heaven um, that people go to now who are believers, uh, and there's going to be a time where they're going to come back. You know, because, ha- again, it talks about there's a great battle, uh, and so it's almost just like they empty out to wipe the place out, essentially. But then there has to be this newness because one what the – distortion of this world right now can't like you know i mean we can't all of a sudden have an invasion talk go back to aliens we can't have an invasion of old earth there has to be a newness of it um and so to answer your question i think i think the new heaven and the new earth is going to be that final like spot but there is there has to be a heaven because the bible talks about that there's a you know a heaven where did elijah go when he got lifted up where did you know Mm -hmm. um and so um yeah, I, I, that's my thought on it based on scripture and, and reading through those things is, um, is you know, and it, I think, too, it's less scary when we understand the heart behind mm-hmm. God in it, um, because like you look at it, it's not this. I don't know. It's just one thing that I was thinking about ultimately to answer the question. And you ask a question, but I think we have to ask the initial answer, the initial question. Are we living in the end days? I think yes, because you look at Acts 2, and when Peter addresses the crowd, he goes to a, a prophetic um, statement that Joel talks about and says, In my last days, God will God says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your, old, your young men will see dreams. Your old men will, dream, will see visions. God reading. Your old men will dream dreams. Even on my servants, both men and women, I will pour out my spirit on those days and they will prophesy. I will show wonders in the heavens above and signs on the earth below. Come on. Uh, blood and fire and billows and smoke. The sun will be turned to the darkness, the moon to blood before the coming of the great and glorious day of the Lord. And everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. Uh, and so you look at that and 
you know, Pentecost, which is fun. We just celebrated that a couple days ago. Um, that is the day where the spirit of God ascended on everyone. Like Jesus was in human form, God. And now we're in this third act essentially where that spirit of God is happening. And so you could, you could on the calendar, you could say that when acts two happened, that's when the last day started, Mm -hmm. you know? So we've been living in the end times since acts two based on this scripture and we're, and so that's what I think. And I even think too, on like, like you were talking about, you know, you have all of these crazy situations that took place in history. I think where our disadvantage is, is we have social media to post the questions. Yeah. So then everyone's like, oh my goodness, we're in the end times because this is happening, this is happening, this is happening. Imagine if you were in World War One era, World War Two era, Vietnam War with era. With social media. So With social yeah, media. Be right. crazy. You know, and <laughs> how many of those people yeah, were, good. instead of posting about it, were talking about it in their circle Yeah. Like, is this the end times? And so, Mm -hmm. you know, part of me, again, I always lean on that even the son of man does not know the father's plans. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, man, this is so you know what I mean? So for me as a believer, and I'm kind of trying to give some practical steps. No, I love that. As a believer, I'm going to I'm going to waste time sitting in my room thinking about it when instead I should just be as Paul said, be imitators of God to people and, and witness to people, you know, because yeah. there's going to come a time too when that decision is no longer available. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And so why not have fun, I guess, digesting through these things and figuring out are we, are we not? But instead, let's make sure we're purposely going yeah. after, you know, people who don't know Jesus yet. Yeah, definitely. And I, and I love that you set that up to, to kind of like, um, wrap up this conversation that that's a great perspective because it's like okay is this the end times is it not well if it is or isn't yeah. wh- where do we go from here and um i would say you know just to just closing thoughts um pastor andrew what do you like what would you say to somebody who's like okay well I, you know i i'm originally asking this question are we living in the end times you're saying focus on Jesus and following him, but also like, how do we balance that with this urgency of Mm -hmm. this could be our last day? You know, I I think it's healthy. And Mm -hmm. and Matt, you set that up to say we can have an urgency, Mm -hmm. but we can also focus on the right things. I mean, how do you live that out in your life? What would you say to somebody? You know, I think that's, um, that's really the, um, the driving force behind what we need to do as Christ followers. Um, Paul talks about this. He says in, in the New Testament, it says to be absent from the body is to be present with Christ. Mm. And so right, ultimately right. that the driving force of what, where, whether I'm here on earth today or I'm gone tomorrow, I can experience the presence of God today in my life um, through the Holy Spirit. And then when, yeah. I, when I pass away or when I'm gone, I'll be able to see him face to face. So I think the like ultimately to your uh, to your question, um, Pastor Anthony is really guys understand one that God is on this earth right now, yep. yeah. and He's also waiting for you yes. one day to look at you face to face. And so the conversation no longer can, needs to be like what like what do I do here? What do I do now? Yep. Ultimately, the simple question is. How do I get closer to him? Yes, so so the practical thing would be this. When you're in conversations with people, 
Are you getting closer to Jesus Agreed. when you're living your life? Are you doing yep. things to bring you closer to him? Because whether we realize it or not, the valuable actions we take today will definitely be important tomorrow, but they won't hold a candle to the valuable, priceless moment yeah. of seeing Jesus face to face. That's so good. Absolutely. And I, Man, and, I so just, good. and I just think, too, at the end, like you said, um, the more you know God, the more you should act like God. We're all parents here, you know, and how many times have our kids mimicked our behavior? All the time. You know, all the time. And so think about it in that way. Like, again, I went back to this passage reference is we need to be imitators of God. And that's like, how do we do that? Well, you do that by spending time with him. And then as you spend time with him, you yeah. you act like him. And then people will either be around you and begin to act the way you act because you act like God or Christ. And then, you know, it's a domino effect. But uh, as we're getting ready to close, I have one funny story real quick. Oh, share uh, it, dude. The good, good closer. Don't hold it so, out. So prior to becoming a, a pastor, I had painted with a guy full time and we were driving. Bob from, Ross. I absolutely. You better believe it. Okay. Um, Love it. Happy trees. <laughs> um, and uh, we were driving from one job site to the next. And it was during the Mayan calendar, like, set up. Yes. Coming on, on 2012. <laughs> And we were at a standstill on traffic, uh, in traffic on 494. Uh, and this dude had a decked out van that said, like, the end is coming and gave the date and all that kind of stuff. And my boss is a, belie- was a, is a believer. And so we were next to him, his painting van, this Mayan tribulation van. Uh, and <laughs> and uh, I want a Mayan tribulation van. That's what I'm van. saying. And I, and I looked at the driver and I told him to roll down the window. <laughs> And uh, and so then he has a Bi- my boss has a Bible in his van because we always read scripture before we start the day. And I get to the verse and I was like, hey, so when Bible says that even the son of man doesn't know the end, like the times, are you trying to say that, you know, more than Jesus? Just a thought. And then I roll up the window and then we continue <laughs> on the rest of the day. And so um, sometimes it's fun to challenge. Sometimes it's fun to poke. But I think at the end of the day. Be, be WWJD, my friend. Hey, was that was that a lesson on how not to reach someone? Hundred percent. I would love. It would probably be as effective just, as standing on a street corner and screaming. Oh, I would love to know the story from that guy's perspective. You oh, know, well, I hope. <laughs> yeah. I hope he thought about it. Was especially the day after the Mayan camp, Mayan event was supposed to happen. Right. I hope be like. Yeah, that dude on 484 was probably. Yeah. I thought you were going to say that, and I was hoping you guys were just sitting beside him when the end of the world happened, that quote, the quote unquote. And then you're like, hey, man, yeah. it's over. Countdown. I was actually at a wedding reception. Oh. Uh, but he, I don't know if you remember. <laughs> Did you guys toast to the end of the world then? Well, we yeah. toasted to, <laughs> to the bride and groom. To the end of the world. To the end of the yeah. world. Um, it's kind of one of those funny things, too, because in dramatic fashion, like there was a massive thunderstorm. Oh, that yeah. Day. Like, do you remember that day at all by any chance? No. I vividly remember it because <laughs> there was a massive thunderstorm. I'm not kidding you. There was a massive thunderstorm it's that took place in Minnesota on that week. All right, let's cue some R.E.M. as we're going in. And, hey, it's uh, that's how we are concluding our youth <laughs> podcast for today. I hope you guys enjoyed that conversation. Yeah, and so if good. you have any questions that maybe came up to your head uh, as we were talking through these things, whether, whether it was a serious thing uh, or – kind of the funny thing we would love to answer your questions yeah, or help DM us. navigate the conversation and so you can email us at youth at rivervalley.org as we can help you along that process uh but 
for Pastor Andrew and Pastor Anthony. Yeah, Thank yeah, you so yeah, much yeah. for Come being on. a part of this youth podcast. Uh, subscribe. Do all the things you got to do to you know get the notifications. Mm-hmm. We love you guys. Until and we the will next see episode. you next we'll week. See ya.